The North Texas stories you need to know. This is the All Local from News Radio 1080 KRLD. Are conservatives being censored on social media? The Supreme Court takes a closer look, and a Texan is one of the oldest people in the world. With the All Local, I'm Heather Behrens. The U.S. Supreme Court is looking at two similar cases involving the moderation of social media content, one brought by the state of Florida and the other by Texas. The attorneys general in both states are accusing some of the big platforms of censoring conservatives. Texas and Florida are essentially saying companies like YouTube and Facebook are not like newspapers that create content and therefore are allowed to have whatever opinions they wish. They are common carriers like railroads that give people access to travel and can't discriminate against certain people. That's legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. The companies say any censorship is only done to remove hate speech and political disinformation. Meanwhile, KRLD's LP Phillips takes a closer look at the Texas stance. The law, passed in 2021, has never been enforced. It was put on hold until after the U.S. Supreme Court rules. Texas lawmakers say the law is needed because social media platforms like Facebook and X, formerly known as Twitter, are stifling conservative viewpoints. The operators of the social media sites say the government is clearly trying to step across a bright line and violate the First Amendment protection of freedom of speech. Over two decades ago, the Supreme Court held that there is, quote, no basis for qualifying the level of First Amendment scrutiny that should be applied to speech disseminated on the Internet. Texas claims this law is not the same thing. From the 24-Hour News Center, L.P. Phillips News, Radio 1080, KRLD. Six people are recovering after being hurt in a crash that followed a police chase in Dallas Sunday. KRLD's Kurt Lewis has more. Four of the people were in a speeding Mustang that Haltom City Police tried to pull over because it was being driven recklessly, but the underage driver hit the gas and led police on a 30-mile, 20-minute chase that wound around Tarrant County for a while, then into Dallas, southbound on Stemmons, where the driver took the Continental Avenue exit, where it T-boned an SUV at the bottom of the ramp. The four in the Mustang and the two in the SUV were all taken to the hospital. The people in the Mustang had non-life-threatening injuries, but police did not say how badly the people in the SUV were hurt. From the 24-Hour News Center, Kurt Lewis, News Radio 1080, KRLD. If you commute through northeast Tarrant County every day, you may have noticed one major interchange has a much different look. KRLD's Alan Skaya has more from Hearst. If you're driving southbound on 820, the ramp to 121 toward downtown Fort Worth is now on the other side of the highway. Instead of exiting to the left, you now exit to the right. Tarrant County Commissioner Gary Fickus says they're working to make sure highways in northeast Tarrant County can handle the traffic load as the area grows. I think that when you start talking about what we've been able to accomplish, it's kind of remarkable. TxDOT says this stretch will keep changing as construction continues. They hope to finish the $174 million project later this year. In Hearst, Alan Skaya, News Radio 1080, KRLD. In Richardson, school district leaders are expected to get an earful tonight as they try to explain to parents why they're closing their kids' schools. KRLD's Susan Darwin reports. The district announced plans last week to consolidate or close five elementary schools. It calls the plan Project Right Size and insists it's needed because of declining enrollment and not enough money from the state. Greenwood Hills Elementary, Spring Ridge, Spring Valley, and Thurgood Marshall Elementary will all be consolidated with other neighborhood schools. That starts next year. And Dobie Pre-K? Well, it will shut down for good the following year. Over the weekend, Richardson parents rallied against the closings. 
we're afraid that as a community that's going to hurt um, our resale values, uh, the desirability of our homes. We love our school, we love our principal, we love our teachers, our children absolutely adore all of them. Tonight's listening meeting is for parents of students at Greenwood Elementary. The meeting starts at 6 tonight at J.J. Pierce High School. More listening sessions are planned for later this week and next. From the 24-hour news center, Susan Darwin, News Radio 1080, KRLD. Dallas-based AT&T is giving cell phone customers a $5 credit after a nationwide outage a few days ago that lasted for several hours. AT&T accepted responsibility for the outage, saying it had to do with a software update, not a cyber attack. $5 is the average daily bill for customers. In Dallas today, city leaders will start the process of selecting another city manager. They hope to have the job filled by summer. KRLD's Stephen Pickering has the latest. Current city manager T.C. Broadnax is leaving the position he's held for seven years, and his last day will be June 3rd. Typically, the city will hire an outside search firm to identify, recruit, and help screen potential candidates for the job, and that process can take several months. This week, they're focusing on choosing an interim city manager to fill the position while that search takes place. The mayor has called a meeting of an administrative committee for today. That committee will discuss the process for selecting an interim city manager. Several council members joined forces and called a meeting of the full city council for tomorrow. They are ready to vote on naming current deputy city manager Kimberly Tolbert to the interim position. From the 24-hour news center, Stephen Pickering, News Radio 1080 KRLD. Following Governor Abbott's appearance on national TV backing Donald Trump in his run for president, there's some talk about Abbott being considered as a possible running mate. We get more from KRLD's Scott Gordon. Governor Abbott has become a national voice on what is the Republicans' number one campaign issue, border security. So could Abbott be a possible pick for Donald Trump's VP? Some say it makes sense, but Abbott himself dismisses the speculation. My focus is solely on Texas, and my interest is supporting President Trump getting elected, and that means helping him find the right vice presidential candidate. Abbott spoke on CNN's State of the Union. On another issue, Abbott said he and most Texans support IVF for couples who can't conceive after an Alabama court ruled frozen embryos are children. Trump also supports the procedure. From the 24-Hour News Center, Scott Gordon, News Radio 1080, KRLD. A Houston woman is making history as one of the oldest people on earth. Elizabeth Francis turned 114 years old in August. And according to Longevity Quest, the global authority on human longevity, she's the oldest in the U.S. and fifth oldest in the world. Her 68-year-old great-granddaughter Ethel back on her 112th birthday. A lot of her strength comes from her faith that she has in God. And she never smoked and only had an occasional glass of wine. Elizabeth was born in Louisiana in 1909. By the age of 20, she'd already witnessed World War I, the Great Depression, and the adoption of the 19th Amendment, giving women the right to vote. From the 24-hour news center, Chris Fox, News Radio 1080, KRLD. And someone in North Texas is celebrating their good fortune after winning $1 million in a scratch-off game. The winning ticket for the Millions Club game was bought at a 7-Eleven on Oak Lawn in Dallas. The winner, who's from Garland, wants to remain anonymous. With the All Local, I'm Heather Behrens. The All Local is updated three times a day. For the latest news, traffic, and weather, listen to News Radio 1080 KRLD. Visit KRLD.com, download the Odyssey app, or ask your smart speaker to play 1080 KRLD.